Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, geeks of all ages, Nerds of the Round is proud to present to you its number one team in the world, Sebastian Bonet, Antonio from across the hall, and the guy who is always taking up space on my couch, the one, the only, Law. And we are back for Nerds of the Rounds, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, I think that I'm, was your best I'm intro. That. Yo, that was nice. What was? Where was that? Where, where's that been all Yo. these fucking episodes? You put a mic in this fucking guy's face, and then Yo. he becomes an announcer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we decided that we're gonna do, and we're gonna just shoot the shit this episode because you know we've kind of kept the uniform. We gotta give that little change up since you know we've been covering Game of Thrones for so long. It's nice to, and we have ended talk our about watch. other things. We've ended our watch. We've discussed this. Let's talk about other things, <laughs> please, please. Please, please. Let's be in good. We're in, we're in good tidings. Well, we, we, we were dancing around the fact that, like, um, well, we haven't seen John Wick 3 yet, but dancing around the fact that now we have a John Wick 4 announced. Yeah. Yes. Which is very cool. And did they give any um, updates for the TV show? Well, the TV show is still in uh, development. I don't know uh, to what degree, like, or what channel, what network is picking it up kind of thing. I think it's Showtime. I think it's Showtime or Stars. Nice. I could see yeah. John Wick being that a TV mean, show. It could be like yeah, it's going to be about um, the hotel. Uh, that's what it's going to be about, which is really cool. Because the lore in John Wick, which we don't hear about, that's, is just so interesting. It is. <laughs> Talk about like establish, establishing like a lot of lore that gives you just enough. Right. It's a whole big immersive world. That gives you just enough to yeah, understand. It has like to its understand own currency it. system and everything. Yo, and it's oh, so man. cool! It's so cool. I also want to know how he became the man who kills the boogeyman. Oh, I would love to see when he gets himself out of the contract with the Russians. Yeah, that would be a really cool uh, prequel or a comic or graphic novel. Something. Some, something. He also said that he wouldn't mind returning to be John Constantine too. I heard that. I love this. Matt Ryan to death. And I think he's the best John Constantine. The, but that's the guy that's. On I have one. a soft spot for. Like, I'm sorry. What happened? He said Matt Ryan. I thought of Atlanta Falcons quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of Matt Ryan. That, that, that's I'm how. Sorry. You know, that's how you know. Like the league is just playing in the back of his head. <laughs> shout out! Shout out to Ruxin over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep so going. I love uh, Matt Ryan as John Constantine. No, I he think does he a fantastic job. A, fantastic like and i've read a lot of you know not the constantine stuff but i've i've read like you know certain uh, issues of sandman i've read enough about john to really appreciate him as a character and i think matt really does a great job as portraying him not gonna lie i have a soft spot for that john uh of keanu reeves version of john like i don't know why you you have a lot of soft spots for the the characters that keanu reeves plays because i feel like he he does put effort in his characters on like mm-hmm. some actors on um, his cage um <laughs> damn he does he, he 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 shows some love for his characters yeah i said it nicholas i'm sorry i'm nicholas just thinking cage is a hit and miss i'm just thinking like i haven't i didn't watch the movie i just i've seen enough clips of the wicker man <laughs> yo i don't know anyone who's seen the wicker man but you've seen the clips wait oh, of course i'm gonna tell wait, wait, why wait, are wait, you wait. towards yourself like no yo, no you do i'm gonna tell you the story time? why we saw the wicker man Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's backtrack. Let's backtrack so I can drop in the subtle joke, but not subtle joke. Didn't we talk about it the other day um, where we were saying something like he doesn't watch uh, certain things like the league? Yeah. It yes. Was, he doesn't watch certain things in the league, but he puts himself. Or through, the office. Or the office, but puts himself through shitty animes. Yes. That's why I said. Stop watching shitty anime <laughs> and watch some decent fucking <laughs> But shows. it made a great episode. You don't. How much shitty anime do you need? <laughs> I need enough. Um, <laughs> fucking mask is. <laughs> like I'm gonna go. Let's go through Crunchyroll and Netflix. I'm gonna watch every single trailer and then see what I'm gonna oh, watch. Man. I'm like, yo, I can't. I go by. I go by recommendation. <laughs> he goes to like the Reddit list and he goes <laughs> best shows rank from top, you know, one to, to hundred. And he, he starts at the bottom, works his way up. <laughs> but no, um, how we saw the Wicker Man. It was me. Oh, my man. homie Thomas at the time, uh, my brother Sean, and Matt. Sean Damn. doesn't want to see snakes on the plane. Oh. He doesn't want to see fucking snakes on the plane. To be fair, what other, what other choices are there other it than snakes on the plane? Snakes on the plane and Wicker Man. 
It was like, oh, oh but it's nah. like, or not like, going to the theater. Yeah, yeah that's that, what we should have shown. But the thing is, is this is that he's pushing like, who wants to see a movie about snakes on a plane? But I'm like, it's Samuel Jackson, right. snakes on a plane. Where can you go wrong? But it's Nicolas Cage. We gotta go see Nicolas Cage. I don't know how he won this argument. I don't know how. First he of all, who says all that? Know, <laughs> no one says that. I feel like I'm a Nick Cage you see fan. My but face, like, but do you see my face? Nicholas Cage as Superman. This was the movie Yo, that started stop my. It. No, no, stop it. Stop it right now. Those photos on the internet. Yo, that's a whole fucking (laughs) Pandora's box that we're not even trying to open right now. Listen, that that the Wicker Man started my love hate relationship with Nicolas Cage, and and it just like uh, he's in a muffle up again. He's like, you never know what's going. I like him in a supportive role now. No, I don't like him in the main role. Top Nicolas Cage is Face Off. That's it. Wow. Because that's Nicolas Cage playing oh, Nicolas Cage. That was actually my first rated R movie. That's such a and I good was, I was, movie. I was entirely too young for this movie. <laughs> um, yes, I would say top performances for Nick Cage would be definitely Face Off. Um, kind of Con Air. Con Air. Yo, come on, man! Like that was Con Air is a good he time. Was, he was good in. Um, he was good in. What is it? Um, Gone in six seconds. It was okay. Let's just be honest that it, it it lived up to the hype because at the time Fast and Furious was out. But um, yeah. no, no, he played Big Daddy in um. Oh, kick, oh ass. kick ass! It's kick ass! Kick ass! It was kick ass. Um, okay. Yeah, he was good in that. Yeah, he and was he, good in that. He, he was a supportive role in that, but he was yeah. good in that. National Treasure. Ah, oh, I like National Treasure. Yeah, I enjoy like National Treasures. He's hit or miss, you know. Yeah, he is. He, but peak is face off. Yeah, it's the soapbox I'll stand on. To be fair, <laughs> I, I agree. Um, you're not gonna have I me, mean, you know, disagree with that. And Keanu Reeves is the polar opposite. He just gets better and better. We're also getting a Bill and Ted three from him, we are, which is man. A, like I, the so, original Ted Talk. You know what's funny? I <laughs> I grew up with the movies, but I didn't grow up like a huge fan of the movies. So I'm like. I know them, but now, like, as an adult, I don't think I know them enough to, like, appreciate part three, so I have to go back and watch them again to really, like, to, get to, them. To get the meat. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, when you see some of that stuff as a kid, you don't pick up on all the jokes. Yeah. But when you see it now as an adult, like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. It's like, um, have you ever seen the Thomas Crown Affair, the original Thomas Crown Affair? Oh, no. not the Pierce Brosnan I one. saw the Pierce Brosnan one. The Listen, original the Pierce Brosnan one version, I stand to today. No, it's still good. They're both still good. Still holds up. They're both great. But if you see the original one with Steve McQueen, there's a chess scene in that, like, oh, you wouldn't pick that up as a kid. It is one of, it's a very sexual chess scene. And it's like, they're just very subtle about it. And it's just like, it's that's one of the things about it with the screenplay and all that. Then also, too, the way they did, did the heist, because also, too, Steve McQueen, shout out to him, the actor, who at the time, he did all his own stunts, especially yeah. what was it with the, the driving and all that. But no, it's everything in that Thomas Crown affair worked perfect. And then going also to the Pierce Brosnan, which was a perfect remake of also a great movie. It's They were both perfect movies. But no, it's, yeah. You don't. You wouldn't appreciate that as a kid. You're like, what? They're just playing chess as an adult. I'm like, oh, I see what they're doing there. So okay. I, I rank that as one of the, my my favorite, at least the Pierce Brosnan remake, as one of the movies I I would uh, use to like on like first date. But so it it's two. The ranks f- uh, higher up. The number one movie for me, the uh, Count of Monte Cristo. Mm. My man, so you, I fucking love that movie. So do you know why I love though? The movie. I don't know why. Well, why so you I love the it. movie and the anime. Yeah, what? there was an anime. What? Yeah. What? Count of Monte Cristo from, du- got it. from adapted from Dumas' book. Yeah, and it was perfectly done. Really? Yeah, they you need did to show this to me. Yeah, yeah. This you can. This show us. you can show. Yeah, no, this <laughs> this I would show because it was. I think it was well done for what they did at the time for Count of Monte Cristo, and I love the movie too. Okay. okay. So it's the perfect combination of action, mm-hmm. suspense, thriller. It's love story. It's a revenge movie. It's an underdog story. Throw that into a blender. You have all the elements of a movie that a girl would be interested in and a guy would be interested, in, especially on a first date. That's, That's true. true. Yo, um, they're oh, bringing hear, yeah. Darkwing Duck. They are to Ducktales to the new to the, to the, the new, new one. one. Which, you, yeah, they're bringing him back. But did yeah. you know how meta they're bringing him back? How? Oh. It's basically he's an actor 
will play Darkwing Duck. Wow. And they're talking about doing a remake of the Darkwing Duck movie in this oh. episode. That's from, from what I got from the clip. Okay. But so, they, this show uh, has gotten... Want, re- I kind of want real Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Well, I guess depending on how popular it is with the fans and all that. How we may get that. They brought DuckTales out of the... Come on. No, yeah, it's yeah. doing really well, right? It is. Yeah, I... So... DuckTales and Big Hero 6 both like got their shows announced around the same time and like dropped and I watched that first two or three episodes of DuckTales and I was like this is dope and then I just wasn't watching like Disney shows like I completely forgot about it mm-hmm. so I didn't stay up to date plus they um, I don't know that it was like every week or every like whatever I just wasn't on schedule with them same thing with Big Hero 6 until I watched Big Hero 6 like maybe a few months ago and binged it. And I, I didn't even know fun. there was a TV show for Big Hero 6. Yeah, it is. Well, that's that's technically their part two. It, oh. it really picks up like right after. Did oh, you, okay. Did you, I saw a clip too of DuckTales that they confirm. Um, you remember a Goofy movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember that? <gasps> oh, Powerline. yeah. Yeah, they play. So DuckTales takes place in the same universe as a Goofy movie. Yeah, they play. Yeah. They, Yo, they, Toad's they, face right now. They have a whole scene <laughs> he looks so that, happy. where they're playing Powerline song. Yeah, on oh, the radio. Man. He wants to chug. He wants to hug his childhood. Oh uh, yeah, I love the fucking Goofy movie so much. Yo, Goofy movie is so <laughs> underrated. It's so man. good. The Goofy it, movie is so good, and I love that the Powerline scene's great. That's why Dad, kinda, do I, the perfect cast. But that's why it, it always <laughs> makes me laugh whenever I see that comic circulate because again, Goofy and Max. Goofy is Max's um, dad. We never ever get introduced to the mom, which I would like to see them ever touch up sometime. But like, I, I want to see it almost the same way they did uh, Chucky Fencer for Rugrats. Like, kind of mm. like give me something. Like the Mother's Day episode. Yeah. Even yeah. even when they did it for the movie, they kind of like had a like whole little arc in Rugrats in Paris where they were trying oh, to track down yes. the mom. Yes. I want to kind of see that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We gotta know who who, who um, Max's mom is. You know. It's about time. Did you hear that theory that uh, Goofy is a cow? I mean that he's, he's o- he cow? is always with Clarabelle. Yeah, but but it doesn't make it doesn't sense. Make I sense. think he's a dog. No, yeah. Goofy is a dog. So, but the reason why so they're saying because of Maribel, and they're also saying because of um, then he would be a bull, and he would still have horns, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. because it just man, doesn't make it doesn't really make sense. Like people yeah. people have justified it, and I've just been like. No, but but, but they also say like Pluto's a dog. Why doesn't Pluto talk? And we're just like, because Pluto's a lesser. Pluto doesn't oh. talk. He's a, yeah, he's yeah. just a lesser dog. I don't know. No, but Goofy, <laughs> Goofy. Let's establish this. Goofy is a dog. Um, because if he was a cow, he would be a female. Because the bull is the male. Yeah, and he would have horns. I would hope people know anatomy and zoology and yeah. But I mean, if you look at Goof Troop, they were all dogs. I mean, yeah, I'm a hound dog. What was it? Someone played Bill Nye the Science Guy's rant the other day. Oh, the one he did on John Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I didn't. I only watched a clip of it, like a real short, like 15 seconds, and I didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. But he, like, I, was that staged? I oh. mean, he did it with John Oliver, but I guess it, it's like staged for the show for but, him. But to, he was kind of like he. He's but he's very passionate about it. And okay. He's, yeah. I get to as the I, point as that I, as I would expect it to. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. It's just one of those things where it's like you can only be civil for so long. Yeah, <laughs> I actually have two Bill Nye. I kind of like, like like that Bill Nye though. That's that's it's like oh Bill is Bill Nye doesn't man. give a shit. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that I want to learn science that way too. Oh yeah. <laughs> what are your two Bill Nye stories? Well, the first one isn't like great. It's one of those random like encounters in <clears> like <throat> Times Square. Like he just walked by a group of me and my friends while we were walking towards um midtown uh midtown comics and my buddy in front of me goes holy shit that's bill Nye!" and like we all turn at the same time as he's passing our face and we're just like oh like you could just see the children in us just go holy shit like oh that's dope really dope the second time he didn't respond to that he kind of like smiled but like he was just like trying to keep it pushing like whatever the case is keep going um second time was the most interesting time. So, um, at CVS, picking up a pack of condoms, you know, because we got to play it safe. So, could have just said, wait, wait. went to CVS. But this is why. <laughs> okay. I also found Bill Nye picking up condoms. What? <laughs> That's what we go. <laughs> and it's one of the greatest things I've ever, like, wow. seen in my entire life. And That's I was fantastic. Just, he was wearing, like, a yellow rain, like, uh, trench coat kind of thing. And I was just like, 
is anyone else gonna acknowledge or is this just a moment for me to be like holy shit I mean, that's, that's kind of on par with my brother's pissing next to Chuck Knobloch story no shit yeah me my dad used to for those of you who don't know who Chuck Knobloch is go look at like 90s ESPN specifically ow he was in the Yankees. He was the Yankee. He he was I, he was one of the better lineups. He, he was one of the better lineups. But I want I want to like show people like a he had a great uh, hitting stance, great batting stance, but also one of the better fights of the Boston Red Sox like nineties. <laughs> yes. Him like him and um what's his face from Boston had a great fight. I, I think know, I was, was at that game. It was it was funny though because it's like my dad used to get tickets to the Knicks games and he used to um, the person used to hook him up with courtside seats. Nice. So my brother Sean um, goes to go pee. He's a big Yankees fan at the time too, still is. Um, comes back, he's like shook, shook. I got to pee next to Chuck Knobloch. I'm like what? He's like yeah. He's like I got to pee next to Chuck Knobloch. That's such a random, but like just like it's, it's, it's really cool, it but is. it's like also it's really, really random. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sitting next to a celebrity. Did he look? We're all human. <laughs> like, hey, I saw listen, you at the game the listen, other day. You do not blaspheme about Chuck Norris. That man is a god. <laughs> yeah, His celib- beard has yes. fists. He's a god, but he's got to sell me those total gyps. <laughs> listen, there's only one person above Chuck Norris, and that is Bruce Lee. Let's be real. Yes. Mm. The only man. The only one to kill Chuck Norris. <laughs> ripped off his chest hair in that movie. Oh, that's such a good movie. Classic. Do you, have a, do you have a random celebrity encounter story like that? So I was at East Coast Comic Con with Sebastian. Seabass <laughs> uh, asked me to come out with him to help with the table. And and prior to that, you know what? I may just have to tell this whole fucking story. So I got the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> yes. Even better of a st- <laughs> Like, sorry. Not for nothing. That story dope okay if they so, saw the toy story they, if they see the toy well, story they understand they'll, too. they'll understand okay so obviously the infinity gauntlet came out when infinity war came out the hasbro the hundred dollar one so i've been wanting to get one for a while i was trying to hard it was kind of hard to justify it with my wife and everything <laughs> uh but we saw endgame it was like a weekend a week after we saw endgame and if you're familiar with the burrows i would say they're all in the burrows usually there are local toy stores that sell junk Fake right. toys, fake toys, or even on-brand toys, but just typical stuff to get. You know, they're, just to, they're the type of toy stores yeah. that have oh, they sell clothes, they're, they're, they sell clothes. They have the action oh, figures. Toy stores that yeah. says, "Oh, get the X Men," but it's Batman and an X Men. Yeah, no, they're not that bad. They're not that okay, bad. That's the that bodega bad. action okay. figures. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, there's, so these toy <laughs> stores are the bodega of toy stores, yeah. but they're not bodega. But they have brand toys, like right. they're real toys. They get shipments of toys. Anyway, so I, my son broke a, my son no my daughter broke one of my son's toys and we ordered it online but I figured let me just walk in here to see if they have it. So I walk in looking for this PJ Masks character and I go down the aisle with like superhero stuff and I look up and I see the giant fucking box for the Infinity Gauntlet. And I look up I'm like what are you doing here? Mind you, I'm in the Bronx. I'm 5 minutes away from my apartment. These things I couldn't even find it at the local Toys R Us. When they came out and when Toys R Us was still with us, R.I.P. Toys R Us. <laughs> and I'm just like, rest, in, rest in peace, Jeffrey. Rest in peace. Yeah, they're no more. Jeffrey. They snapped. snapped them out of the distance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was like, this is so weird. Why is this here? I was like, whatever. I'm not going to get it. Two days later, I was like, you know what? I want this fucking gauntlet. I'm going to go back to this toy store. If it's there, I'm going to buy it. So it's there. I pick it up. The box is a little, is a little messed up. I figured, hey, let me see what happens. So I go up to the counter, about to buy, about to buy it, whip out my card. Ask the guy, hey, this box is sucky. Do you have a different one? He's like, no, it's the only one we have, but uh, I'll take ten dollars off and not charge you tax. So I end up spending ninety bucks on it. <clears throat> so now I have the Infinity Gauntlet, and I have to just use it everywhere I go. Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> so I get my Infinity Gauntlet. I finagle my way to to, to display it in my apartment. So I'm talking to Seabass. I'm like, hey, I got the Infinity Gauntlet. And one of the things I want to do is I want to get have it signed by Jim Starlin and and Josh Brolin. And he tells me, well, lucky for you, Jim Starlin will be at East Coast Comic Con when you come with me. I was like, oh, shit. There's my payment for putting my time in. <laughs> right. So we get there. We get there. 
and we see Jim. I see Jim Starlin walking around, and also George Perez is there. So there's this ginormous fucking line for George Perez. I see dudes with crates of comics yeah, and was, things. It was his farewell tour. Yeah, for the East Coast. his farewell tour, which was crazy. So I get online there because I guess the security told me, go on the line for George Perez. When you get to the front, you can go to your artist, which I thought was very unorganized, but hell, what do I know? <laughs> and Jim Starlin wasn't there. So I get there. They cut the line off at around 12 or whatever time it was, one or two. And the guy who's cutting the line off says, here, take this receipt. You can come back later. I was like, hey, does this work for Jim Starlin? He's like, no, this is just for George Perez. So I'm like, where's Jim Starlin? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> Clearly things are working. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Thank you. Okay. So I was like, all right, well, let me go back to the table to, with Seabass. And so I walk across to the opposite side, to the right, and I see Jim Starlin setting up. And then I also see like four dudes in front of me. And I ask them, hey, are you guys waiting for Jim? And they're like, yeah. I was like, all right, facts. I'm going to stay right here and get this club signed right now. So I called, uh, I called Seabass. He came up to meet up with, meet up with me. Paid ten bucks to get the glove signed, which was cheap as hell. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Yep, that ten was bucks. it. Yo. Ten bucks. You didn't, I don't think you told me that part. Maybe I didn't. I just yeah, it was ten dollars. Yo, kudos. Yeah, and I think they upped the price the next day too. So he was lucky. Yeah. Nice. Probably. So he signed the glove. He was like, "Oh yeah, He's like I sent a bunch of these already." I uh, made a. I um, told him how I heard he was on a different podcast and talking about how he heard about the influence for Thanos' double sword, which is a nod to the infamous Thanos copter, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. And he's just telling me some oh, side man. stories about that. I and feel then, like the golden age of comics <laughs> gave us so much content to I use. The golden age in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's worse. It's the golden age or the night. Well, the Spider-Man, the Spider-Mobile. So yeah. you, you have to understand in the night, in the age, in the golden age, you had the Spider-Mobile and other right. fun stuff. You had um, the, the campy stuff. And then the nineties, everyone had big guns, huge boots. Um, left field was known for Almost giving a bunch of everyone was pads. in black leather. Yeah. <laughs> no reason. Like, Everything had yeah. to be extreme. We're gonna, we're gonna go to the, the Sahara. Let's be all black no, leather. The nineties had a character called Extreme in the X universe, <laughs> and he had nothing but blaze because and a backwards cap because there was nothing more extreme a than a backwards baseball cap. Wow, <laughs> that's the nineties for you in a yeah. nutshell. So yeah. anyway, he uh, tells me a side story about it, and then I ask him, "Hey, can we take this picture? We take this dope picture." With Jim, Star- myself, Jim Starlin, and Sebastian, and I. I would- love that you leave that and Sebastian. <laughs> well, it's, it's the lead up to this joke because <laughs> I would be remiss when I'm posting the picture on Instagram. Uh, you know how you can like finagle and crop it, and I like. Oh, let me just see something. <laughs> so I scrub it. We love you, so, No, no, no I didn't. I didn't do it for the nerds thing. That's fucked up. I wouldn't do that to you. But I was like, you know, for my own personal collection. New profile pic. <laughs> right. I scrubbed over Sebastian just for it's me and Jim, and like it cuts off right where my arm comes in because I have the glove on, and I shove. I was like, yo, I can totally crop you out of this picture, and it would be like you're not here. It's perfect. <laughs> it was really dope that weekend, and it was yeah. really cool. Um, Tony, I, I mean, all three days I had a different helper. Tony, I pre- it was everyone I thanked for helping with the table, thanks for helping me out, um, and everyone got something that they wanted. Um, Tony nice. got to meet Sterling. My dad got to go to his first Comic-Con, Nice. And he got to meet Sterling too and got his glove signed. Yeah. And I think did, he played did, double did, the amount. Did, did he do <laughs> wow. yeah, and just, and the price went up? That's funny. I mean, it's not too he's bad. Like, he's like, it's 20 bucks. I'm like, yep. Uh, he created that's, Thanos that's, dad. Yeah, no, but it's funny though because my dad goes, Oh, I have goosebumps. I met the creator of Danos. He's like <laughs> now nah, he's he's got the con bug. And then my buddy Yo, that's how it happens. Um who's on the Hyro Geek it's um, podcast, shout out to Darko. Um he got to go meet Conroy, Kevin Conroy, nice. and got his piece signed. That's awesome. Yeah, so Conroy's so nice, man. He is. He is very nice. I mean, yeah, he, we got to shake hands. He's very nice, super personable. I didn't know about the nine eleven story. I heard that he was. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know about the nine eleven story. So, um, when nine eleven happened, he volunteered at like a soup kitchen. Um, oh, I did hear about that. He just I such did. a big heart. And man. someone came up to him and asked him if he was Batman, right? It was something to that something effect. Something akin yeah. to that. 
Okay, yeah, I heard him tell that story on on YouTube. That was a really yeah. Nice he story. Uh, I think they addressed it. Um, he was doing like a panel, and um, I think it was like a reading for like Batman Beyond kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And someone asked him that question. It was really dope. Nice of him. He is Batman. He, he is, is Batman. absolutely definitely Batman. But it it was cool. <laughs> it was cool of, because he did that of, on the loudspeaker. Speaking of, I'm Batman. Apparently, Tom Holland said that. Every time he worked with Michael Keaton on set, there would be times that he would whisper, I'm Batman to him. <laughs> and I think that's so great. We got to get Michael Keaton playing old man. Oh, my Bruce. God. So so speaking of, uh, we got the new casting. Yes. I don't know that it's confirmed because someone like said it was not confirmed. Like WB was like, oh, we're. We don't know what you guys talk about. I, know, well, I, I, already, keep, I already know who you're talking about. They keep saying it's. They keep saying it. I thought it was 100 percent confirmed, but then I keep saying it's between him and the guy who plays Beast. Listen, we 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 that's, really, but yeah. I don't. But I don't, I don't think. I don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't think that's true. I think it's bad. I don't. I don't. <clears throat> listen, we as fans gotta stop. Also, why do, why do we why do we keep taking Brits? No, no, we we as fans we gotta stop <laughs> shitting on these people because we did that to um Scarlett Johansson. We did that to Heath well, Ledger. No, 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 no. We did I, I, don't, I don't. I'm not shitting on anybody. No, no, I, I know, I'm, I I'm, very, saying, I'm saying you know the the the, the, the to be fair, I think I, I like uh, I like the guy who plays Beast more because I've seen more range from him. So that's the thing. Rob, Rob, uh, Pattinson has done a bunch of movies after he did Twilight, right? And they they apparently they were darker movies, and they've right. done well on on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I've just and never he, seen and them. He hates he hates Twilight. Yeah, I've he goes a million month, but he hates the series. Yeah, yeah, so like I think that's where we're not getting Edward Batman. Right. We're getting and, and, these and characters. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not speaking to his ability yeah. as an actor. I just know the other guy more. Tim, I want to say Timothy Holt. It it's Holt. It's Holt. Something halts. Something halts. I mean, I like I said, I'm all, I'm, all for, I, 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 I I'm all for giving people chances, but comparing him and Timothy Halts, I see Robert Pattinson more as Batman. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, absolutely. But I also need a new Batman movie. This is the guy wearing a Batman hoodie <clears throat> with a Batman tattoo. I need a Batman movie as much as I need an animal right now. I don't. Like, I don't yeah. need him. You know, it's just not. It's just hasn't we, been. We had that this, conversation. Yo, you know how bad it was. So I was talking with my my home girl the other day, and I was like, "This is gonna be the tenth time we've seen Batman. Tenth time we've seen Batman in a theater since I was a kid. Since in thirty years, we've seen Batman on screen ten times. How how many times do we need to see the same story? I, I mean." <clears throat> I don't think they're. I think what superhero movies are doing now, what we've, well, you know, what Marvel has done, is do the whole. If we're gonna show you the origin thing, it's gonna be really brief. It's gonna be in like a twenty-second montage, if that. But we don't. We don't know what this Batman is. It's all speculation. Yeah, we know it's a younger Batman. I think, <clears throat> to your point, I don't. It's weird, crazy that we have so many Batman films. It's unfortunate that this shared universe, and we're not going to dive. In, we're not going to jump into it. But yeah, it's we're just, not. It, we, it's just unfortunate it's... that the the shared universe for DC characters is as fractured as it is. So it'll just be. It's just interesting to see because we had we had Batman like a year ago, two years ago, and then he got recasted, and we have him again, and that's just that's it's... weird in itself. Not judging it kinda, the actor, it kinda, it's it just it kind of feels like what they did with the Amazing Spider Man. <clears throat> well, with the Amazing Spider-Man, it, it that it, had some it, time though. Yeah, well, he was really, almost he was he was immediately after Garfield because they really wanted him. Oh, you mean I'm sorry, you mean Garfield to Holland? Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, right, I thought you were talking no, about no, McGuire no, 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 to no, no, Garfield. No, no, no. You see, okay. I'm not I'm not going to complain that we're getting another Batman movie. I'm not because you know I'm all forward storytelling of these characters. What I want is better storytelling from the DCU. From the from Warner Brothers, no, absolutely, and it's like, but also too, you have a lot of characters in your lore that we really haven't established. Like your big three core characters are Superman, Batman, Batman and Wonder Woman. How long did it take them to actually do a Wonder Woman? They could have been the very first company many years ago to do a Wonder Woman movie. I'm I'm sorry though. I say we we can say that they could have done Wonder Woman back then. It wouldn't have been a good as good. 
It just, I don't, it, I don't, it just, I can't. It just leaves me to, to, to yeah. this. They're not good storytellers. They didn't care about the story because versus you have Marvel that took mm. Guardians of the Galaxy, a very obscure property. I, I don't know that the, I don't know that they're not good storytellers. I think they have too much to work with. No, it's <clears> not <throat> about them having too much to work with because you could easily say that with Marvel because even with the properties they didn't fully own, they still had a lot to work with. Okay. Because again, okay. look at the fact that we have the most obscure characters, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Rocket Raccoon, become one of but, the most popular but characters. But we wouldn't have gotten Guardians if the regular Marvel movies with the B-list characters that we are aware that's of the thing. wouldn't have been we, so successful. We, yeah. we still When had, the B-list became the A-team. But that's know. the thing. We still got the first A-listers. We had Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor definitely introduced yeah those are the marvel big three and then you have the hulk who's the fourth member with dc's big three we never ever got that um stay with wonder woman all their stuff was rushed kind of talked about in game Thrones stuff was rushed the pace was rushed yeah dc was rushing too much with their movies they did not focus on the story they only like you know oh we're gonna batman superman because they only depend on those two and to me growing up for a long time when it came out to mm -hmm. comics those were the only two that really ever popped out to me because that's all I felt DC focused on a lot at the time. No of Wonder Woman. I know what she has done, but again, it's they. I feel like they shitted on that character a lot. I mean, they they shit on the characters and what what they ended up providing for us, but I can't say it's not. It wasn't smart of them to start with the court with the Trinity. It's just the execution of it of what no, they did. It was what, really poor the, execution. The, the poor execution of it because I think. You do the immediate Justice League, sans Green Lantern, which I think was fucking sad. We should have had Green Lantern, because even though Reynolds did this thing, yeah, right, we had that we, we like, weird, like that's to me the Justice League, and we should have had fucking Martian Manhunter. Like, I, yeah. I think I think the Justice League was done justification in the Arrowverse because the Arrowverse well, has their own version. The reason why the reason why they're not doing. Martian Manhunter is because Cyborg took the place of Martian Manhunter in the, the league. Yeah, no, I I know. I yeah, I, I'm just thinking of like I'm also, thinking of I also, they, they wanted to make they want I think they wanted to try to set him up like the Iron Man up there. But no, it, I don't know. They were rushing it's, it, him. No, it's a it's the new Fifty Two. The new Fifty Two doesn't have Martian Manhunter. It has um, the core members as Flash, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, um, Cyborg. I. GL, GL, yeah, and Aquaman. Yeah, I and again, I still feel like I, I will stand to this, Listen, we, we, and I think, and I think it's because of the Teen Titan show, but Cyborg like feels so much like better as a Titan versus him being a full league member. I think he could be a league member later on, but a founding member. Yeah, nah, it seems you, weird. You jump to the big leagues. Well, way no, to me, to me, I just think of the Justice League animated show and then Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, like that's what I think. And yeah. I know we always say we. I'm not trying I mean, to. We're not. It, we're be, I'm not shitting on it. I think we're just. We're trying. I think we're just upset because you care about all these characters. Yeah, we wanted. We wanted good stories, and and we see what Marvel does. We've seen. We've now seen. We it. know what can be done. We've seen the culmination of the slow burn of introducing characters. Do you think a slow burn will work now, though? I think they need to do the slow burn. It doesn't matter. So it doesn't I, to me. It here's doesn't why, here's why I think the slow burn won't work. Why? Because we're already tired of superhero movies. I don't think we are because um, we're tired of the campy superhero movies. Because what Marvel has done with their movies, if you noticed a lot of the solo movies, and the best examples, look at the Captain America franchise. They're not superhero movies. Well, okay. Yeah, like Captain America, the the second one. It's a genre soldier, film. Was, yeah, it because, okay. and that's okay. the, and that's how you have to approach these characters. Like when you do the whole team building thing, and you build that team movie, fine. We're getting that team superhero movie, yeah. good versus evil, right? Which we get a lot in fantasy movies. That's where you get the superhero stuff. Where, but when you get like solo movies, you 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 get the spy thriller, you get this, you get that. The bank, the bank robber, you get. Yeah, okay. You 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 had um what was it um, in Thor Ragnarok. It was like a buddy cop flick. You had the 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 whole banter between Thor and Hulk, right. which was pretty funny. So okay. it really wasn't That's like superhero. Yeah, you can make human movies about about Batman, about Superman, 
about Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman yeah. did that perfectly. I think Patty Jenkins did fantastic with. No, they did. And Wonder Woman. I think, I think Wonder Woman, Woman did Aquaman. Yeah. I think Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam, if they went that route in the beginning, would have held way more. Yeah. But because they doubled down on Batman vs Superman and doubled down on Justice League to fix and retcon the the mistake that is <laughs> Batman vs Superman, you know. And that's the mistake they made. Yeah. That was the choice they were they. I thought I was like I mean I'm not I can't sit here and say I wasn't excited for Batman v Superman when it was announced. I'm not I'm I was excited honest. for it. You were? I, I before we saw anything, I was just like, it'll be cool. I mean, how could you I was I enjoyed Man of Steel. I'm, I was like I was, I was the opposite. I mean Man Man of Steel, I had mixed reactions to that movie. Um I didn't like it, didn't hate it. I'm just like, okay, are we going to get a bigger payoff in Man of Steel 2? Where are we going with this? I understand that, yeah, you took a different tone with this movie. Fine, I get it. But I feel like you didn't let Henry Cavill grow to be Superman. Oh, 100%. He looked like the character, but he didn't feel like the character just yet. My man and had I, no lines. Yeah, and I... It it was the it was the storm effect all over again. Um, what do you, what happens when um a toe gets struck by lightning? That and, and, and like Harry Holly Berry didn't feel to me a storm in the first movies, and mm-hmm. just like Henry Cavill didn't he looked the part but didn't fit it. And I feel like they needed to do a Man of Steel two before Batman versus Superman. When they announced Batman versus Superman, I remember and I feel the only reason they were doing that movie because that they heard that Marvel was doing Civil War. And I remember that Batman versus Superman was supposed to drop the same day as Captain America um, with, um, Civil War. Yes, I remember that too. And at the time too, Ant-Man was coming out. Zack Snyder was shitting on Ant-Man. It was like, oh, who wants to see a movie about Ant-Man? Because Zack Snyder loved to shit on Marvel. He did. And I'm not going to knock Zack Snyder anymore because, again, he gives you beautiful shots. Really beautiful shots. I don't think he's a great storyteller in certain things unless he has something really to work with because he he did deliver us a great Watchmen movie. I'm not going to deny that. But I suck a punch. Like, so Watchmen was one story. Yeah. I feel like was for funny. Batman vs. Superman, you're essentially using, I think I counted something like 10 to 12 different like story arcs. Yeah, there's, you know there's I mean? so many. Yeah. He didn't stick to one book. He, there's he didn't. so he, many callbacks and he's so big on making sure the people who are invested in this material get something for them and it kind of it kind I of loses he, sight yeah he he they purely depended on fan service for this movie there was too much fan service and i love fan service it's, it's but weird when because but you're, you're only appealing to the fan fan fans the hardcore fans you're also leaving out the casuals which are going to be like okay I'm tired mm-hmm. of superhero movies because that's where Marvel's formula came in. Like a lot of people, are like, oh, Marvel movies are too light. They went dark. They went dark perfectly. Look at those last storylines we had. Yeah. But um, again, they they knew that you had to not just appeal to the hardcore fans. You had a lot of casuals that were coming in. Hence the millions they made and told great stories. With DC, they were with Warner Bros. They were so against comedy because of the bad Green Lantern movie with what happened with that but again that was a shit show itself that should have been broken up into two to three movies that story and again it shows two to three movies and spent more time fleshing out like it looked like a straight to tv movie it it looked like a cw show the only good to me and i don't know if i'm i may be alone on this the only me the only good thing from that film was sinestro yeah, I like, I, but I think Mark, that was the only. Arc but that I mattered. think Mark Strong plays a really good villain. He does, <laughs> and he did. Yeah, he and he delivered Sinestro, and that ending when he gets his ring, it was wasted. It was, it was awesome. It was like we're never seeing this. But happen it's the again. same thing like with Batman versus Superman. The death of Superman was wasted. Doomsday was wasted. It's like you threw all this Remember, stuff because you wanted. Doomsday. I can. Oh my god, that was Doomsday. That, hey, that, that, that wasn't Doomsday. Um, uh, no. That was a Ninja Turtle Shrek baby. Yeah, no, no. It was sad. Jesus. I remember when they showed the trailer, and they showed him. It was like, what? It's Doomsday. That's your Doomsday, and you're showing him in the trailer. You, Yo, I no, would I fire. Remember. I would get. I would never work with that agency because they always say trailers are made by agencies. Mm-hmm. I would never work with that agency again. 
Yeah, trailer trailers actually make or break your movie because you know, that's what happened with the Ghostbusters movie. The trailer really destroyed that you know, movie. You know, like, yo, like your trailer for your film that you're trying to hype up, people are already going to be hyped for it because it's Batman and Superman. You already showed us Wonder Woman. You didn't need to show us Wonder Woman. No. You already showed us Wonder Woman. And then you're going to show us fucking Doomsday. The minute you show Doomsday, the minute you show Doomsday, Death of Superman comes into your head. Three trailers, not including, three trailers not including the teaser. And I remember this because it came up in my feed like not too long ago. I'm like, what are your memories? The second trailer that dropped was the only one that gave me a, some semblance of hope. And even then, then, out of 100, I was probably like a five. Like, I was just like, eh. You mean for, for BVS? Yeah, absolutely. Well, well who, whoever's been cutting the trailer for Marvel movies should teach a master class on how to treat, um, do trailers because... <laughs> they don't show you anything. Yo, they would shoot stuff just for the trailers. Yeah, that they, they don't use in the movies. Not even that. The Endgame trailer, it was like, here's a new two-minute trailer for Endgame. And the first minute is clips from the fucking movies before it that are black and white, and we're just going to pop red. <laughs> Yo, not, not even that. And we ate that shit up saying, is there anything new? Yo, not even that. They've shown like the tra- their trailers and then been like, Yo, y'all know that we only show like, the first 15 minutes of this movie, right? And you're like, what? Yeah. Like all that shit. It's like we're just gonna show you Thanos, and we're gonna show you his two his new sword, and then that's <laughs> it. All this cool stuff. And like, I remember they dropped the clip when they before they go to Thanos's retirement home, <laughs> and it just like the way they shot hashtag like, space Florida. Yeah, seriously, it's like they, they like that clip makes it seem like it's part like the middle of the movie, and like no, it's the first fifteen minutes. And you're thinking, how is this the first fifteen minutes of the film? I'm and then you, you watch it, and it's like. That was the first 15 minutes of the film. I'm going to give you a good one. Um, When they did Thor Ragnarok, they did the whole thing where um, he still had his eyes, both eyes in the movie. Oh, yeah. They did a lot of that. In the the trailer. Yeah. But then when they showed that same exact scene, he didn't have his eye, the eye that he lost. And I was like, oh, okay. Same thing for Infinity War. Endgame did it too. Yeah. With, With Cap, when he's pulling the strap on the shield, in the trailer, the shield's whole. Ah. Yeah, but in the in the scene, it's well broken. played. Well played. Mm-hmm. The same thing. What was it when everybody expected Hulk to burst out the armor? Yeah, in Infinity War, uh, and they didn't do that. Show him running. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's it's yeah. Yeah, whoever did the trailers for Marvel, they need to do a master class because that Batman versus Superman trailer was. Trash. Speaking and, of and, and, and Ghostbusters oh, yeah. again. Speaking of bad trailers, that's what killed that Ghostbusters movie because when the trailer dropped. I was like that's a bad trailer that mm-hmm. just killed that I mean, movie. I mean, I'll be. I mean, there are a couple of things that killed that movie, but oh yeah, but it's that was just ignorance the trailer. was one, and yeah. then you know the trailer itself and the really sh- and the CGI and stuff. But talking of shitty trailers, did you recall? I think it was like the second trailer for Jurassic World, not Jurassic World, the second Jurassic World movie. Um, well, like when they go to the island to get the dinosaurs again. I don't remember. Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the first trailer pops up and it's like, okay, cool. We're going back to the island. And that's what they show you. The second trailer shows up. It shows you they're going back to the island. The island's getting destroyed. We're bringing the dinosaurs back. It shows a fucking dinosaur in a house. It shows the Mesosaurus eating something when it breaches the air. It shows the Mesosaurus outside under the tides. I was like, so I just saw the whole movie. Yeah. It was like I would have been cool if you just showed me the island and then you surprised me that we're going off that we're going to I like lot, land. I feel like a lot of trailers now feel like they need to give you more to sell their movie and But when you're showing enough. the whole movie but it's a like, sequel? come on, yeah. But it was a sequel. It's like it's, yeah. it's like it's like the like oh, like, we're going to show if you it's a sequel, the movie. I was already coming anyways. Spider-Man like was great. Spider-Man showed their newest their old their first trailer for Far From Home, which was cool cuz they showed the the elementals although they're not the elementals. And then Endgame finishes after the two week period happens. We get the new trailer, and they give us that nugget of the multiverse, and it was just like, that's all we needed. Yeah, we don't. I mean, everyone's like, oh well, you know, Mysterio's lying. We can't wait to see how this twist happens. But still, like, that's just fun fan speculation. Yeah, yeah. that's just fun fan speculation. What I think, whether Mysterio's lying or not, because we're we're very familiar with the comics, just like when we saw Captain Marvel. We're very familiar that the scrolls are evil. Right? Yeah. But then they did the whole flip that the scrolls in the movie were actually refugees. 
Spoilers. Anyway, doesn't matter. But that doesn't have to be all the scrolls. That doesn't have to be all the scrolls. Yeah, but that's like this goes in the nineties. Like you know, but again, that's what everybody was thinking in the movie. Like the scrolls are going to be evil. Scrolls are the bad guys. But yeah, no, no, I did. They were the refugees. And what's his name? Uh, The guy who was the lead scroll was fucking awesome. Oh yeah, (laughs) Thanos. Right? Is it Thanos or? I don't know. Something like that. Talos or something. He was pretty cool. He he always plays like a bad guy, and it was. That was also a good way to do it because that character always plays a bad guy. Yeah, that actor. That actor. Yeah. So you automatically thought he was a bad guy, so it was cool. But well, it's some classic movies, or I mean, just some regular movies that we like that we keep wanting to watch all the time. I mean, for me, that we want to pull out the hat that not many people talk about is um, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Ooh, I love that movie, and the follow-up was Snatch. One that I use now to like kind of be my like you know how you watch anime like dubbed and yeah. you just have it playing in the background and you can mindlessly watch like or passively watch my movie version of that is uh limitless you know i never saw limitless i should watch really it. good the it's series, really good the series the series also really good sad it got canceled mm. i think it was fox so it might have been it was either fox or like maybe cbs and they don't hold shows too well another movie is um for me is um uh, was it the Boondock Saints and Equilibrium? Boondock Saints is one of my time out. I Boondock Saints three should have dropped this year. They're making a third one. So let me let me school you two. <laughs> I saw I, the first two. I watched the first two. Oh, I yeah. love the first one. And I watched it with my homegirl not too long ago, and she has never seen it. And I was like, "How are we friends? Like we can't be friends right <laughs> How now." How did she react to that cat scene? <laughs> Yo, I was hysterical. <laughs> I remember watching that cartoon with my dad. I was like, just watch this. Yes. <laughs> That's the movie you saw every- that oh sold everybody. <laughs> so, sorry. So, I'm looking and I'm like, yo, aren't they making a third one? Something's just- and I realized the first one came out 1999. The second one came out 2009. The third one should have fucking came out this year. Bro, the only reason why it didn't come out is because Duffy wanted it to be um, a series. Oh, okay. And the guys weren't having it. They wanted a movie. They wanted a movie. It was it was that, and there was something else that was a like thing where they were just like, "No, we can't agree on this." And yeah. everyone's just like, "Come on." That's a shame. Such I a, love the first one. I love Willem Dafoe in the first one. Oh, yes. He's just so good. So good. William <laughs> Dafoe, he's just one of those guys. You throw him in a row, and he just hits home runs with that shit. Uh, one of my movies is Boondock Saints. Another one is The Count of Monte Cristo. That's one of my go-tos. I love watching The Count. It's just such a fun, it's such it's a a, fun film. It's a great story. It's a, it's great, a great story. It's a great revenge story. It is a great revenge story. And I just eat up when he's in the prison and he meets Richard Harris and he's learning everything. And then he starts his plot of his going through the revenge plot. And it's just like, it's, it was just, it's such a well, fun film. I told you there was an anime, right? Yeah, you did. I just didn't know there was one. Um, the anime was very interesting because um, it's the color wise and all. It's not your traditional colored anime when it comes down to it the way how they did it um it takes place in the future though so it's kind of like it does it takes the count of Monte Cristo and gives a whole sci-fi spin on it okay and it was I think it was one of the better animes done at the time it's a series or was it a movie no it's a whole series all right I'll check it out that's really cool I am so so with Equilibrium as a TV show. Well, as, oh, as an anime. Would yeah, you watch would, it as an anime? I would oh, watch it. Hell yeah. I would totally watch that. Yeah. Like, could you imagine? Like, that's that's actually one of my other like, like, guilty pleasure movies. Mm. It's, I think that like kind of gave way to the like John Wick like style, like gun fu kind of thing that we have going on now. Like, it, just, it got overshadowed by the Matrix, though, which kind of sucked. It came it out just, around the same time, right? Because I didn't yeah, hear about it uh, then. I heard about it. it while I was in college. Yeah. And a friend of mine put it on. I watched he, it like way after. The he put me on to it. I was like, what fucking movie is this? Bro. <laughs> I was like, what's Christian Bale doing right now? <laughs> As, in terms of choreography, uh, fight choreography, gun choreography, or sword choreography, like, top notch. Yeah, it's... 
then then the story the story is actually really good too but like it's it's for me i rank that movie high on like fight choreography like Mm. the fight choreography probably top top five my favorite like fight choreography movies we do have to give our sponsor some shout outs inbeon.com use the code get nerdy with it get 10 percent off all merch and if you also use that code at inbeoncon.com you can get 10 percent off on your vendor's table well like our page on facebook the nerds of the round follow us on twitter the nerds otr and find us on instagram the nerds of the round one word we are there. We are posting. We are trying to engage and have conversations with anybody and everyone that wants to talk to us because it's always a good time. Currently just dropped uh, episode three or issue three of You Can't Be Serious. Um, so it is the misadventures of me and Tommy through a universe of horror stories. Uh, this first one picks up with us uh, having some fun in the camp crystal lake working on that project working on some stuff uh new series uh with my buddy demetrius on the art of storytelling channel um tommy just dropped um six degrees uh uh, season three recently yeah follow jesse sebastian and beyond mag sebastian bonet art like it's everything everything you'll Uh, see all the links tiles by law geek ronin xbox (laughs) will forever be sir frosty but uh Instagram is tone <laughs> underscore from underscore cross underscore the underscore hall. Because <laughs> I don't want that to be all one word because I cannot capitalize on Instagram. So <laughs> it will be spaced. We. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. We are your host, Sebastian. Tone from. You know, no, I want an ending like you open this shit. So, yeah. Fucking do it. Chop, chop, motherfucker. (laughs) That shit was beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are coming to the end of another great episode of Nerds of the Round, starring Sebastian Bonet, Antonio from across the hall, and that guy who is glued to the couch, the Law Lawrence Tales by Law. Thank you again. Tune in next time, and stay nerdy. What? Peace. (laughs)